0: We we should wrap up things that we like, like food. Hi cheesy people, before we get started I'd like to thank our two sponsors. Scrumptious Reads provides us with a place to record, but it's also the best place to drop large amounts of the folding stuff on interesting cookbooks, books talking about food, drinking coffee, drinking wine, drinking spirits, or just eating generally. They also have lots of interesting courses all the time, so check out their website for more details. Fatgrape.com.au is an online wine store selling interesting wines you will not find at your local chain bottle shop. We talk about a different wine every week, but don't trust my judgement, hit Stacey up at fatgrape.com.au and ask for the best wine for you. Finally, you can support the show by going to bezopods.thetshirtmill.com.au and buy a cheesy shirt. Enjoy the pod! We we, we should rap about things that we like, like, like food. Guess what you bugging us? You know it. We're gonna be like the Partridge Family, but with food. You like food, don't you? you Got any white bread? Yes. Oh wait. I am the spaghetti. Duval, you're not the spaghetti. I so. am the spaghetti. Let go of the lid. Just spaghetti in here. Is this organic? Sure. Is it grass fed? Yes. Cruelty free. What's so special about the
1: cheese maker? As the what? saying goes, you are what you eat, and I am freaking cheese. <laughs> <laughs>
0: for eating crackers. How about four these, Mr. Haggard? I'd say you've had enough. Hey, Sarah, how are you going? Welcome to Cheesy Podcast. Hi, I thank fe- you. I feel like this this is the um, the spiritual home of Cheesy. I walked in and I was surrounded by cheese. That's always good. And the smell as well. <laughs> yes, I love the smell of cheese. So it's uh, meal and Solange.
1: Yeah, so Emil and Solange are my grandparents. Yeah. So they used to have a cheese shop in Normandy, yeah, and um, yeah, basically with no name. I think it was the name of the shop was fromagerie. Yeah, right. <laughs> Very L- French. Like, like the
0: um, yeah, like the uh, like, back in the day, nothing had the exactly. name. You were the butcher or you were the baker. Exactly. It yeah. wasn't sort of Bill's bakery. It was just the baker.
1: So they were the um, retail fromagerie, crèmerie. In Coutons, small town in Normandy.
0: Yeah, right. So have you been eating cheese since you were very, very yeah, small? Yeah, that's it. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So, okay, well, we'll go, jump straight in. What's your favorite cheese?
1: Well, it's hard to say. Uh, I really like semi-hard cheese because yeah. I really like the texture and complex flavor. You can get through that because yeah. it's been aged a bit more than the soft cheese. Um, but to be honest, uh, I think, yeah, when I was young, I would say like probably... I always w- really liked Conte, beaufort all this type of cheese which is semi hard now I like all oh, of cheese yeah. because you know my palate yeah just developed a bit more. Like, more complexity and and I'm look I'm yeah looking for you know all these uh, different type of um
0: so I've made a a little bit of cheese at home yeah. using my own raw milk um and obviously I'm an amateur and I don't control things as well as a professional would, but do you find cheese to be a little bit like wine where a particular vintage is, like, so you'll get a batch of a particular cheese that you're eating all the time and you just go, oh, wow, that's a particularly good batch of that cheese?
1: Yeah, sure. So, yeah, yeah, when you, so you follow a recipe, obviously, like a wine or like everything you made, basically. Um, But... You never got the same result. No. So the cheese are different every time, but slightly different. It's not a huge difference. But because you follow this recipe, so it's exactly the same when you cook a cake, you know, yeah. and you never got the same, exactly the same um,
0: well, result. I, I make, well, have and well again, like the sort of cheeses I make are their sort of... Um, shorter life soft cheeses so yeah. if you fetter and you brie and you camembert and i make a you know a soft brie-ish type cheese mm-hmm. just a white mold cheese i guess you'd call it yeah and i've had some absolute terrible ones absolute shocking terrible ones but i made this one batch and i only made four cheeses in that one batch and it was the best i've ever had it was just amazing um just you just cut it and it just sort of ran slowly across yeah. the plate like lava and it was just a moment, but it yeah, never got it's the same yeah nev- never I'm made it the same again at all.
1: yeah but it's the point as well you know like it's the point of your meal basically that's, yeah. that's the first yeah it's in the point of your ingredients so and what's um uh, your cows or your sheep or your goats yeah uh ate and um the, could change as well with uh, if it's a female, if um, if the the animal are pregnant or you know like and all this stuff the you know, pregnancy, what uh, cheese you use. If you use the cheese like proper cheese, has like how you uh filter your cheese or your make too. Yeah. So if you keep, it's called petit lay in French. I think in English I can't remember exactly the the term, but um. It's like the very um, end of the when you milk basically yes, when yes. you milk your uh, your animal. So um,
0: when um, when I started hand milking the the farmer that taught me to hand milk, he said because I kept the calf on the animal, so I would milk and then the calf would ha- I would milk in the morning and then yeah. the calf would have the milk at night yeah. or during the day, but he said to make sure that I instead of milking a little bit out of each teat. To make sure that i'm completely milked out
1: yeah exactly two, of to the, the two of yeah. The quarters because yeah.
0: otherwise the calf would just be getting the cream yeah exactly and it could make them really yeah. sick so i, f- I found yeah. that really interesting and
1: too. because your is gonna be like rac- richer as well like the yeah. end of the milking is the most important yeah, that's part where the,
0: that's where the good stuff and,
1: is yeah exactly and you know it depends as well what's your animal hates so um, it's basically if they just ate grass or if they had grass and wildflower or, um, yeah, different, like, or sometime during winter. They don't have a lot of grass, especially yeah. in France, you know, in the Al- alpine uh, region. It's high. Hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah. So well,
0: my cows were getting, um, because rather than spending lots of money on feed to bring them into the bales to milk them, I was getting um, free fruit and vegetables from, yeah, a, right. from a grocery shop. So they were eating pumpkins and mangoes. And so
1: probably it was very sweet. Your milk was very yeah. uh, fruity and sweet.
0: Yeah, quite quite, you know, quite rich.
1: So yeah, so you probably would taste that as well in your mm. cheese, which is the amazing thing with cheese. It's um, So you can taste what basically... Um, the cow's been eaten. Yeah, eating. exactly. So um,
0: someone was telling me about uh, pigs that have been fed almost exclusively on strawberries. <laughs> and like, you know, acorns, obviously the, the, the famous one sort of through Europe, you know, acorn-fed pigs makes the best prosciutto. But someone, I think was in, in Australia, was experimenting with, um, you know, the, the waste strawberries basically off the strawberry farms and just feeding that to pigs and getting a very, very sweet-flavoured um, pork. Which That's I find, great. Which I found pretty interesting. Yeah,
1: exactly. But I'm telling the story of the like when people come in my shop, and we are talking about this cheese, which is, which is a Beaufort It's an Alpine cheese. Um, it's been aged for like four months uh, minimum. It's great. It's very complex. Um, a bit buttery, nutty, but flowery as well. It's sweet, um, and so every time you know <laughs> when the customer ask, I'm like. Okay that's an alpine cheese, and basically you can imagine you know the cows it's so it's they grew up in high altitude in the Alps, and it's all this grass and wildflower yeah um from spring to autumn, and you can taste that you know in the cheese. very so, like
0: so do they make um do they just make cheese there in the spring
1: yeah, no, so I think, so this bo got different um uh, the one I got at the shop is Beaufort d'Alpage which is probably for me the best one the yeah. more complex one but you got Beaufort d'été you got different Beaufort according to uh, the quality of milk basically yeah, you know, yeah. and the season of the when the, when it's been milking yeah. yeah so that's you got all this type of um, of Beaufort because it's basically the same recipe but not <laughs> the same milk not the same season so that's changed a lot
0: one of the things with um and I don't know whether this happened in France, but in Australia they went to a real standardised milk, you know, as yep. a drinking milk. So yep. homogenised, pasteurised, Yeah. basically the lowest – because they were standardising it, they were always standardising it to the lowest sort of common denominator. But now you're starting to get um, milk back that's essentially just pasteurised, you know, straight out of the cow, pasteurised. And so you're seeing that difference – the, in the quality of the milk as the season goes up and down, yeah. you know, so you get some good rain like we're getting today, mm-hmm. the grass grows, the milk mm-hmm. improves, you're getting more cream and that's reflected in the, in the product. And, um, I'm amazed how, like, obviously I know that cause I'm milking cow and I can actually see it happening all the time, but people sort of going, Oh geez, there's a lot of cream on this, on this milk. Yeah. And it's like, well, Very rich in, yeah. the, the, the cows are eating well today yeah. basically. <laughs> So what have we? You've, you've brought out a little sample of, yeah. of all, uh, including a washed rind, which is my favorite of all <laughs> cheeses, I think.
1: So there is two wash. One in this um, uh, selection. Uh, this one is from it's Livermore. It's from uh, Normandy, so where I'm come from, and it's from this. So this um, cheese got this name, the name from the the area it's come from, like yeah, which is like the um, Livermore city. Yep. So it's this cheese, I got this name from the, the city of where, from, where it's from, where it's made. So, and, so um, is this like
0: your local cheese? Yeah, exactly.
1: Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's local, but, well, you know, like, I, I guess, you know, when, when my gr- Solange, my grandmother, had this fromagerie cremerie in 1970, she was selling obviously, like, a lot of, of the Normandy cheese yep. and plenty of other ones, but, like, you know, like, it was – probably more difficult for her to get cheese from everywhere in France. Yep. Transport and all this stuff was uh,
0: so, so sorry to interrupt, I've got a question. Should, yeah. would she only sell French cheese or would she sell Italian cheese yeah, and no, Spanish No, Only French. Only French cheese. Only
1: French. And uh, yeah. Um, because you know right, imagine in, in nineteen seventy it was wasn't that easy, you know, to no, um to, to, to transport yeah uh, so for sure, and transport them as yeah. well, uh, and arrive in good condition. Um, even if in France it's not as hot as it in, in Queensland, but it's still, you know, you have yeah. to keep this. Uh. So yeah, and, and it was a, um, a daily shop, basically. So cheese, milk from my uh, Emil... Uh, Emil... Uh, farm so my grandpa Emil had a farm as okay, well yeah. He was
0: farmer so you'd sell fresh milk as well
1: so yeah exactly He was milking his cows every morning and every night yeah make some butter and some cream from that yeah and brought that to to the shop yeah like in a like a huge um, like box of milk yep and yeah transport but that's in it at the back as the of his car you know, I don't yeah. have any, you know, like, no, thing, no like, refrigeration, no thing like that, you know, but, um, but basically, and I think my, my grandma was selling this milk, like, straight away anyway, you know, like, yeah. people came with, um, a box or with a bottle of milk and the box to put the cream, and it was, like, just, you know, like, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, which is amazing. I would, like, you know, to do that if I could, but I don't really think now it's really, like, would be more complex. No. But um yeah, so basically it's uh, how it happened, you know, after the wedding my my grandma was um from like um came from a, a trade trader family. Yeah. And um I think she wanted to do something. She used to be a waitress and a bit sick but about that of that. And so they decided to create this business and it worked well. It, we it was really well known. For 30 years. And when they decided to get their retired and um, sell the, the, um, the shop, it was at the beginning of like 90. Um, at the beginning of like all these supermarkets where they yeah, like, okay. uh, started to grow up everywhere yep. and all this like very cheaper. small, yeah, cheaper. And uh, this, so this all these small um, kind of uh, shops. Was struggling yep and she never su- she never succeeded to a sale that has a fromagerie unfortunately ah, okay. so she sold the shop at um, I think it was a florist or something yeah right and it's still a florist actually <laughs> it, it's it's funny
0: the supermarket thing because i was thinking about that on the way over whether it's come um so even when i was growing up the supermarkets basically sold a very bland range of cheese you know yeah tasty cheese but probably tasty cheese or or cheddar that had only been aged for six months and now the supermarkets sell quite a large range of cheese a lot of it's sort of mass produced yeah but you can buy some pretty decent cheese Mm -hmm. from them yeah i agree and i actually wonder whether it's a little bit of a gateway drug because if the sort of people that are shopping there all the time are not the sort of people that are going to come and find you out. But if they go to a if they buying like especially cheese that's on special at Woolworths, you know, the end of range stuff, and they get a taste for good for, you know, cheese with a little bit more flavour, it's almost like they start there and then it's like, well where can I go from there? You know? And then they go to a deli Mm. or they go to a shop like yours and try something a little bit more experimental, a little bit more out there that they're not going to get it at Woolworths. But at least they sort of now that the supermarkets can give them a start into yeah, that Yeah, exactly. Into yeah. that world. To,
1: yeah. Yeah. Like curiosity, that's a word. You know, like, yeah. you need pay- people, I need to curse people in my shop. Otherwise, yeah. I will never, you know.
0: <laughs> well, and that's the thing, too. <laughs> they, they might walk into your shop and say, oh, Look, I like the King Island Ash Bree. Hmm. If I like what? that, what yeah. should I be trying? Yeah, And, you know, that's why you go to a shop like yours to try. Exactly, and yeah. To, to find out more. And I really like,
1: you know, when people arrive and say, well, I don't have a, a huge budget. Yeah. But I would like to, you know. Try something discover nice. Discover something, yeah, different yep. than what I used to buy every time. I'm like, oh, it's exactly the type of customer I want to, obviously, you know, because I don't mind, you know, with the budget. That's I, And it's... um my particularity it's like i cut to order anyway so i got all this usual and i'm happy to cut for yeah 40 grams or 400 grams it's the same for me you know like yeah and um
0: you're, you're not selling pre packet little no. triangles so
1: i got sub a bit you mm. know because because um um but i need the diversity yep. but mainly it's uh cut to order and um yeah so that's that's actually very nice so as this customer in front of you and say well i prefer by like very sm- like even if it's 30 or 40 grams of three or four different cheeses yep. at least to try person, a few different yeah things. exactly yeah yeah and show me you no know, this curiosity of like trying different things even you know cheese some of, the, of these cheeses are quite strong in yes the taste. so yep. It's like a, it's it's an education thing, you know. You have to educate your palate of eating that, and That's it's right. what I was thinking when I was young. Uh, I really like this type of semi hatches and I never really go somewhere <laughs> like in a w- in a, in a way uh, I did, didn't know. Like you know what I mean? Like um, yeah, I was like not very curious of. So,
0: and your s- uh, you, your taste buds um develop and change.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, that's
0: um, you know I, I used to like quite a uh, you know I used to like quite mild cheese and now I find it t- like it's just too boring. Mate, mi- yeah, 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 um, exactly. yeah, Now I want something with a little bit of um, a little bit of bite. So yeah, mm.
1: but well, it's very interesting when people arrive as well and say, "Well, I really like blue cheese," and I figure like, because uh, Australian like. Eat a lot of blue cheese. I don't think we eat as much blue cheese in France.
0: Oh really? No,
1: and uh, I was like, I was thinking, why, what, why in France? like what is what is this difference between Australia and France? And actually, I think it's because for a long time in Australia, the very like very tasty cheese was like state, tasty cheddar. Yep. Or the, the blue cheese, you the, know, the, was, the blue French cheese. Yeah, yeah right. It's, and it was very like. Uh, punchy, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I guess, you know, it was quite hard to find s- bit different cheeses, like washed wine could be, like, very strong too. Uh, I, I can remember um, the
0: first time I tried washed wine cheese. How, how
1: j- was, were you?
0: Yeah, well, I was blown away because I like yeah. blue and um, there was, I used to buy a cream, but I like a creamy cheese, I like a really, you know, like a real creamy cheese. Yeah, yeah. And there was a couple of, um, Creamy blues around, but then you know, trying that washed yeah. rind, it was sort of like the punch of a a, a blue, but yeah, exactly. with the, the, the softness of a camembert. Yeah. So you know. It was.
1: And this is this very uh, interesting things. Now in Australia, you get all this different range of cheese, yeah. and um, yeah, you can find very good cheese yeah. and very diverse, which is very interesting for me. You know, like arriving from France with all like this. Four four hundred cheeses, you know, like uh, type in France. Four 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 different four hundred different type in France. Yeah. And when the first time I came in Australia, I was like, hmm, uh, where I'm gonna find good cheese, you know? And now I know way more, obviously, you know, about Australian cheeses, and it's very interesting. Yeah. And because it's young, it's uh, even more interesting for me to. I don't know to have a look at how the how they m- make the cheese and how they arrive
0: yeah I think the thing ab-
1: you know where they are now
0: I think the mm. thing about Australian cheese and Australian winemaking and also Ameri- like any of the new world places is they can take all the tradition and yeah. all the recipes yeah Um, but they're not bound by the the region that they're in it so is. you know yeah. uh, the, my, I love cheese slices you know the Will Stud show have you mm-hmm. seen that yeah Any there was an American cheese maker and the they had I think it was like almost a ton of milk mm-hmm. in the in the vat setting and the the um the temperature control went wrong and it jumped up fifteen degrees so it sat fifteen degrees higher than what it was supposed to sit for whatever cheese they're making. Now if that was in France they'd probably have to dump a whole lot because it wouldn't fit yeah. to the recipe. Yeah. And yeah. these guys went, well,
1: doesn't matter. Let's yeah. put it in the moulds
0: and, and see what turns up. And and yeah, now it, it yeah. it's their best selling cheese. Yeah. They they sell more mm. of that cheese than it and all because of a mistake.
1: Yeah, but I agree and actually what I like in Australia, it's like because it's young, they took like all it's a mix of like all um um the method you can have like in Europe, but yeah. not only and um so it's America's well. you know like like everywhere, plus their um, knowledge too, you know, like the skillness and and it's a very good mix yep. at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Like in France, it's good cheese for sure, but um, very traditional way to do it. Yeah. And you don't, you don't move. You don't move. No. <laughs> because it's French, you know, <laughs> well, never really move uh, yeah. from the tradition. And and but is
0: that the thing? Like is, is there much new cheese, like new varieties of cheese being made in France? Yes. Or is it is it so tied yeah. into that regional Well,
1: at the moment it's very trendy, like every cheesemaker wants their oh, own cheese.
0: Wants to do something new.
1: Exactly. But to be honest, it's not completely new. It's still you know. Like yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a variation on the theme. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, well, it's uh, four four hundred cheeses. You can't have diff- like even if you can do like like a very um, uh, you can have a very diverse cheese from the same ingredient, which is milk at the beginning. Well, imagine four hundred different type of cheese. Yeah, it doesn't really exist. You know, like. V- Oh, like a lot of them are very similar, you know what I mean? Like yeah. very close, but still different. It's it's but still
0: it, it always especially when I started making cheese. Like you start essentially with the same ingredients, you know, mm. milk yeah. rennet, and you can go so many different ways. Yeah, you know, your, your mo- fresh mozzarella to your washed rind to yeah. your to your real hard cheeses. Exactly. Exactly. It's what washed, rind, and hard cheese. Like, I would love to be making, you know, mm-hmm. big blocks of parmesan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have not had the success <laughs> that I would like to. Say.
1: Well, yeah, you, beat a, you need a bit of investment, you know. Right? I mean, so. And
0: that's the thing. I'm terrible at taking notes and, and yeah. keeping records. And, yeah. like, it's the one where you sort of like, oh, this came out great. Okay, mm. well, what did you do eight months ago?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I can't remember. So,
1: and, but you know, like, Look at this cheese and it's all like very different shape. Yeah. Completely different texture true. And yeah, and that's it. And this, it just forms the same ingredient, as you say. It's just amazing, you know, like, just because it's been um, a different method to uh, etch them, basically.
0: Yeah. The the one thing I would love to have at home is some goats. I would yep. love to, to be able to, because, <laughs> so I sort of made um, uh, two cheeses, Sort of as my standard cheese, and that was feta, like a just a, yep. uh, uh, like a soft feta, like a Danish feta, um, because it was easy to 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 trans, you know, change a lot of milk into a cheese, and we use a lot of feta at home, um, and halloumi, because fresh halloumi is just amazing, yep. you know, like day old, it's just so different to the stuff that's been sitting in the salt for a long time. Yeah, sure. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, it just blew me away but the one I, the other one I'd really like to make is a, a mozzarella like a mm. I've just I've had a few goes but I just haven't got the neck for it yet
1: well it's a model I have to yeah I yeah. don't know it's very like this milk have to be very uh, it's all about the milk <laughs> yeah yeah well and that's
0: the thing like I've got so. this amazing product because yeah. it's a, as fresh as you're basically yeah. ever gonna get yeah um, and I and you know when a cow's going, you, mm-hmm. you you like even for a house like ours with six people in it, yeah. you're never going to drink all the milk coming out of a cow. <laughs> You've got to do something with it. All right, so can we well, try I some cheese? I can give you
1: some recipes from Monday about yeah. the about rice pudding. It's amazing with raw milk. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. yeah the other and one I, I I make a lot is the um, oh, I can always remember it. The, the, the 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 like the fresh cheese you make from yogurt so you know you make the yoghurt um, no it's
1: not well it could be it'd be, diff- it'd be a different um, name
0: you just sort of mix herbs and, and little bits of lemon rind in it and then just yeah. put it in a bag and like let it fresh train fresh cheese yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I see exactly what you mean mm.
0: um, and I'll just and just put that in you know make yeah. balls of it and put yeah. it in the olive oil and then I can just eat that on bread all day yeah just sure be, just beautiful yeah all right, shall we try some cheese? Sure. Which one would you suggest first?
1: Oh, this one, because it's mildest one. Yeah. So that's a, a Morbier, Morbier style. Uh, it's called Cendrée Royale. Yeah. And um, it's actually, I, I like this story about this cheese. Um, so at the middle, you can see some H, ash. Sorry, ash.
0: Is that ash in the middle? Yeah. yeah it's quite so, sort of um, purpley.
1: N- yeah. That's true, too. but the, um, um, that's now aesthetic. But at the beginning, it was basically made. So this guy, wa- we making um, the Conte mm-hmm. and um, with the leftover milk, curd, curd, uh, curd cheese, I would, cheese curd, I would say. Sorry. Um, so they kept the cheese curd on the side. They had every time, you know, some leftover, kept that on the side in a mold, put some ash every morning after yep. the, after all the process finished, put some ash to um, avoid insect. Yep. So keep, the, keep this uh, leftover cheese on the side and came back um, after the milking, like the evening milking to make another batch of Conte and same again with the put, leftover put the leftovers back yeah, on it again yeah exactly and that's and why
0: you got the ash through the middle
1: yeah so they, they made they were making this cheese for them you know for the sandwich and yeah um yeah it was like a leftover cheese.
0: And, <laughs> and that sometimes you know the stuff they're making for themselves sometimes is the best stuff
1: <laughs> well is <laughs> quite good too but yeah for sure but i really like this um because now it's purely aesthetic if you, if you see the ash in the middle but before that, it was the only way they had to conserve, to, to sorry, to um, preserve the, the cheese. cheese you know, until like the, the nighttime meal. Exactly, milk. because it didn't have any fridge, anything. Mm. Uh, yeah, so we need, like, this story <laughs> about this cheese. Um, this one, uh, um, so this one is Olivao, so this is the one I was talking about before. Um, it's a, a cheese from Normandy washroom. It's been washed with brine. Yeah. You say Quite. brine or brine? Brine. Brine.
0: Yeah, salty water. Yeah. Yep.
1: And, um, and well they, they would put
0: the um, bacteria in the salty water, don't they? Yeah, yep.
1: exactly. So, and it's been turned, you know, like a few times um, during the maturation. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been sticky. You can um, see where
0: the, the holes, where the, the bacteria is sort of developed.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah quite interesting um, cheese and not that known in in Australia um otherwise you got here oh, sorry, sorry. another wash wine which is a petit gogris yeah. so it's um it's basically an époisse yep
0: it's a little and tiny one
1: yeah little tiny époisse <laughs> uh sticky too it's it's even stronger than the uh, livao, and um so this one has been washed same with marc de bourgogne mm-hmm. which is a leftover from the spirits um, um when they make some uh, wine well basically it's um a Mar de bourgogne i don't know how to explain that in english but um it's um the leftover when they make this um wine spirits yep. and uh, they washed um this cheese like Turn it. Yep. Wash it, like turn it, wash exactly, it. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So it's a long process. But at the end of the day, it's an amaz- amazing cheese and very different.
0: Well, this one soften with age. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it's quite, I was surprised how firm it was.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah for sure. And it's one of the famous um, uh, wash wine yep. you can have. Most of the time, the wash are quite, Yeah, because aged. Lot mm. so they're quite creamy and, and, and soft, oozy, and you yeah. cut it and it sort of exactly. sticks to the knife. And yeah. yeah, so this one it's not, it's quite actually. You would, <laughs> if you really want to take some um, a short description, it would be like a camembert, yeah, but been watched, yeah,
0: and it's got a, <laughs> a deeper, more complex flavor yeah, than a camembert,
1: exactly. but it's quite the same uh, texture, you yep. know what I mean, like, yep. um, yeah um yeah otherwise you could see some uh goat cheese which is very creamy
0: yeah
1: what i like in this goat cheese is it's actually not that strong quite mild at the beginning and yep. the aftertaste yeah it's okay wow very um uh just you know like mm. take over all your palate. yeah
0: it doesn't have that sort of um um, that sharp initial tang that you expect with goat cheese no, that is exactly really nice what's great. that one called?
1: that's <laughs> a Bouchette but it's exactly the same than Cabecou so it's um, from the um, south west part of France Yeah. yeah and they make amazing cheese like soft goat cheese and it's great to cook with uh, well, ah, on the yeah. bread oh my god we got this French uh, recipe with, um, okay. it's a salad it's basically streaky bacon lettuce yep. a bit of tomatoes uh, Walnuts and um, dressing, obviously. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, that you would put be. That, yeah, on just a bread. Fantastic. Just, it's amazing. You mm. don't need anything else. Um, and the last one is a roquefort oh. <laughs> um Oh. Yeah. So which, in which in doesn't need much
0: explanation. No,
1: it's really well balanced. It's just amazing. Um, I've eaten very, li-
0: very, very little of this actually.
1: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Mm. Well, what's which is
0: interesting the, too. The texture of this cheese is just amazing. It's like um, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. it.
1: It's very moist. Moist. Mm. It's one of the moistest blue cheese Yeah. It's, it's all, not too salty. It just
0: it's just. almost like up when you get a really very dense cheesecake, and and just yeah. you know, that that's how it's that same sort of texture. You just your teeth just sort of slide through it.
1: Yeah, that's true, and so. Um, the Roquefort is the only unpasteurized soft cheese you can have in Australia. Australia, yeah. Mm. Mm. They, fight, they, they uh, fight a lot, you know, to get this... Mm. Um, Famously, um, they burnt yeah. tons yeah. of
0: it back in the <laughs> 70s,
1: I think. 70s, yeah. yeah. Um, and my... Well, the funny thing is my um, daddy um, father-in-law which is, he's is from, he's uh, from uh, He lived in Canberra and worked for the government. the oh yeah. agriculture department. Yeah. And it was, uh, when the negotiation with Roquefort was like uh, on in Brussels. Uh, it was in Brussels. Yeah. He lived for two or three years in Brussels. Has um, a, like, um, part of the government, you know, to represent the government in, in Brussels in the 70s. And, uh, 18, 70s, 80s, yeah. and uh, it was part of the negotiation. Oh, really? So that's, uh,
0: <laughs> I would have just been thieving
1: uh. a wheel of it as I left it,
0: every time. Are you going to burn it anyway? Oh, it's just such a waste. I think I would have cried if I'd watched it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's quite nice. And um, yeah, a lot of Australian people know to get some easy cheese. Just
0: so since you've been in starting, At the shop because you said the shop's only been going for four weeks yeah are you finding you're getting um a lot of people knowledgeable about french cheese coming and asking for specific things or are you just getting people interested in cheese generally
1: i got both actually like people who are very curious and just want to have a taste um and have some yeah like just share or ask me some questions about cheese and I got these people who travel a lot in France, so they know exactly what they what want. want. Oh, yeah. Or They're French looking for their has...
0: looking for their favorite cheese.
1: Exactly, yeah, the ones it taste in France. <laughs> so do yeah. you have a
0: little request book for well,
1: people? Yeah, but not really, because I think people are very like happy as well to come and taste something else. Yeah.
0: Um, And and I guess your job is to say, well, if you like this one, you're probably going to like this one and and try this and and try this and this and this.
1: And even in in four weeks, I was surprised like how many uh, regular customers I already have, which is great. And uh, I try to, you know, like remember what they bought last time Mm -hmm. and uh, ask them if they they like. And obviously try to get like something a bit different, but not completely, you know, like have a like. Yeah, just because I think it's, sh- it's a shame as well if you go every time for the same one. You yeah, know, that's right. Well, um, uh, yeah. it's,
0: a, it's a bit different if you're going to your local deli and they've got three good cheeses and, and you don't like the blue and you like the creamy one so you go for that one every time. You, you are only really selling good cheese so <laughs> they should be able to try something different every time yeah, and not be disappointed.
1: Yeah, and as we as i said before like there is not a huge difference like every cheese are a bit different but yeah. um and different taste. and but it's, it's well you still can compare you know yeah. like all the blue are uh blue cheese, you That's know what right. i mean Th- so one is gonna be more salty and one's well, more creamier more most more uh milder more well if, but the blue cheese, you know at the mm-hmm. beginning so yeah, it's quite interesting to um, have, have as well the feedback of people, and I really like that. Actually, people T- play with me, no, um, I, I wanted to ask, uh, to um, use an expri- expression, but people really like, uh, I don't know how to say that. Like really come back give me something back about what they thought about interact this interact yeah yeah. Uh, yeah which is very interesting
0: do you, do you find um there's a difference between the australian palette and the french palette or do you think it's just people everyone has a different palette and people like different things
1: yeah well i think no i can't really no <laughs> but do did uh, I can't really uh, do this this, this um, comparison. It's, I think it's a very personal taste yeah. and what you used to um, eat as well. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. with the, yeah, the education, you know, like...
0: That's right. Uh, the more you have, the more... Yeah,
1: exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you see, if you travel a lot, uh, you're obviously going to be very curious about um, different flavor, different cheeses, different... And, um, but I guess, you know, in Australia and in France it's the same. Like, even in even France we eat a lot of cheese and we've been probably, like, cheese is in how um...
0: DNA, it's in your, yeah, in your blood sort of thing.
1: Yeah, but, uh, like some people are not interested at all about no. cheese in France. Okay. Yeah, it's not...
0: Wow, I just it's can't imagine no. a, a, Frenchman, a French yeah. person not in, interested so who, in cheese.
1: Who told me that? I think a customer came a week ago and said, well, I got this, um, my, my uh, colleague is French, but she doesn't like cheese. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm not surprised. A lot of people <laughs> don't like cheese in France. And to be honest, my mother is a bit, <laughs> she, really liked, she really liked cheese, but she doesn't eat a lot of cheese because she used to eat so many cheese from the shop and yep. basically it was
0: burned it out
1: yeah like basically it was a breakfast a lunch and a dinner because it was leftover from yeah, the shop yeah. that's
0: right you've got and to you've got to eat it up <laughs>
1: <laughs> and yeah well, and I I think she was like now she obviously enjoyed to have a bit of cheese, cheese every every week but just some amount, you know not some not every day Yeah. Not at every meal like
0: well my kids have um I've got two two year olds and a four year old and they're pretty much into any type of cheese
1: yeah
0: even that's the good. even the blue we were you know having the nibblies in the afternoon and the, and um the twins d- demolished the <laughs> expensive <laughs> piece of cheese that we'd bought for us <laughs> just one bit at a time, just more 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 so but yeah i, I um and that's the thing i think if you the more you have at an earlier age the more yeah. the more willing you going yeah, to try exactly. other things when you get older so
1: yeah they are going to have a fancy taste which is good yeah <laughs> that's right except for my wallet <laughs> it'll,
0: be, it'll be hiding them behind the the good the, the cheap tasty cheese at the front for them and hiding the good stuff at the back but if i you know if i'm making cheese then um yeah, they get to try it. And the thing with making cheese is, a um, home cheese maker said, you know, it d- doesn't matter how bad it, you can just always whack it on a pizza and melt it.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which I've
0: done with a few. So, I had a washed rind, um, and it was just too, it was too stinky to eat. It was actually quite good on the inside, but it was just really, really strong. Yeah. And um, yeah, it it got melted onto onto pizzas with some salami it was fantastic so
1: that's why i really like um like i got obviously a lot of leftover mm. <laughs> cheese and um yeah i used to actually when i met my australian boyfriend um it was very surprising how long i kept cheese in yep. the fridge because for me cheese never really go off yep and um if you can't it has like on cheese platters because it's a bit you know like a, been a bit open for for a while, and uh it would be a bit bitter or you just put that do a like a, a pie cheese cheese pie yeah. cheese tart we would say in french and um yeah or melted you know in a in, like a sandwich. Pasta, in yeah. sandwich in everything you know you can cook with well you can do everything yeah it's it's very um it's very best and so that's great. Yeah. You and a very like hard cheese because like goat cheese, you forgot it in the in the fridge and it's very hard. Yeah. Just grate it. Even no, pasta, um, just great.
0: I've got a fantastic uh, soup recipe. Mm-hmm. I can't remember where I found it for palms and rinds. So you keep all your palms and rinds, and um, uh, you just stick them in the freezer or stick them in the back of the fridge. And then when you get a big bag of them, you make this soup, and it's like. Almost like a French onion soup, mm-hmm. but you put your palms and rinds in and and cook it for quite a long. They go soft, and then you um, get the stem blender and yeah. blend them up. Yeah. Oh, it's just so rich, it's just amazing <laughs> soup. <laughs> but it's always, you know, it's like even the rind, not wasting the rind, it's getting something out of it. So
1: yeah, that's great. It's something you can't waste. Cheese in the room
0: mm. All right. Cool. Uh so. You're in Albion. We're just across the road from... Um,
1: Crosby Park.
0: Crosby Park. It's a little tiny shop, but, but you can't miss it. Um, and you're open six days?
1: S- five. Five days? <laughs> T- yeah, from Tuesday to Saturday. Tuesday to Saturday? Yeah. Um, yeah, 10 to 6 on the weekdays and 8 to 4 on Saturday. No.
0: And you've got a website, so people can write yes. to you on the website and yeah. find out what's...
1: Solange.com. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got a cover page at the moment <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: but you can you can like uh, e- e- uh send a request in for something yeah exactly p- p- yeah, yeah put together yeah. platters and put yeah. together orders for people yeah. to come in
1: yeah yeah and yeah subscribe to the mail list as well i'm gonna try to send some recipe or like a newsletter as well when yeah, yeah. So tell There's pe- a lot to do tell tell people when you've mm.
0: got new cheeses coming in yeah and so, have you got contacts back in in France now that that know you're you're here and you're gonna, they're going to start trying to sell you cheese? Um,
1: yeah, yeah, I got yeah. some contacts obviously. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-mm. All right. Thanks for talking to us, Sarah. Thank you. Cheers.